Hello and welcome to Connected episode 378, our 2021 year end review. It is made possible by our sponsors, Amazon Music, Text Expander, Pingdom, and Setup. My name is Stephen Hackett and I'm joined by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello. Hi. Hello. Happy end of the year, my friend. Happy end of another year that feels like last year. Yes. Thank you. Also joined from uh, someplace over, you know, not not in America, someplace else, Mike Hurley. That's such a weird way to introduce Well, someone. you were here, and now you're not. Now I'm not. And you didn't see me when you were here. That's correct. Wow, that's harsh. And now there's a pandemic again. <laughs> so never, You're never going to see each other again. <laughs> it doesn't basically. seem like it. That's the, that's the way that cookie crumbles, my friend. Got uh, got your Omicron all over the place and ran away. So this is our 2021 year in review. If you're not familiar with this episode, we do at the end of the year every year. We walk through the months of the year and talk about some of the news that we covered and kind of see how it feels now. We should say there's a bit of a disclaimer on this, that we're recording this episode early and out of order. So it's going to be published after Christmas, but we're recording it on December 21st. So if Tim Cook announces the Apple car in four days, may not be in this episode. That probably would be. I think we would record something for that. But there may be some last minute news that we missed, but we had to record Mm -hmm. this early for a bunch of reasons. So here we are, an episode a little bit out of order. It's very strange. I had to be very careful with the episode number when I announced it, that it was actually correct because i mean it wouldn't be the first time you've gotten the episode number wrong so well you know there's precedent for it i don't think we had to bring it up like that (laughs) never let you forget it it's all right uh yeah holiday scheduling's difficult but the 2021 in review is an important episode so we're just making the best of it that's right and we're going to do this uh, typical round-robin style. So we, we each were assigned four months out of the year to kind of pick what we thought. Uh, we also have some listener suggestions, so thank you for those. I'm up first with January. So should, I, should we just dive in? Yes, please. Let's do it. All right. So January 2021, big news at Apple uh, with some executive team changes so dan riccio is now on the roof with phil schiller apple fellow stuff i guess roof stuff roof stuff and uh he's actually actually i stand corrected dan is not a fellow no he didn't work hard enough he is a uh new project working on a new project is what apple said don't know what that means (laughs) you don't want to know he's working on the new mail app and uh and John Turnus, who we know, uh, we were first introduced to him several years ago in context of announcing Mac hardware. He was an, uh, named the Apple uh, hardware engineering lead. So he's a member of the executive team. He oversees Apple's hardware engineering organization, Mac, and I guess everything else. And so a little bit of a change. Um Dan has been with Apple for almost 25 years. And if you go back and watch old keynotes, like I do sometimes, he's all over the place. And now he is supposedly working on something. Uh, it's something weird because, like, Riccio was removed from the executive profiles page. Like, so he's off doing 
who knows what, but still reporting to Tim Cook. Yes. And then Turner's got added. Uh, I like to think of John Turner's as John will one day be the CEO Turner's. That's how I think of him in my mind. Um, I think he will be the CEO one day. That's where I, where I think he's going to sit. So I, I think that is a, a strong possibility. I really like what we've seen of him. You know, he's been at Apple since 2001. It's like really? totally in the shadows until I guess we probably started seeing him in like 2016, 2017 on stage. I think the first I saw of him was on Mac Power Users. Mm, right? Do you had him on Mac Power Users, no, didn't you? I don't think he's been on MPU. Hmm. He was on a podcast. I thought it was Mac Power Users. Currently so. searching my own archives. I know he introduced like the iMac Pro. Um, and then the Mac Pro the year later, and he's done a bunch of uh, M1 stuff. I don't think he's been on MPU. We had um, okay. we had the program manager for the Mac Pro, a guy named Doug, on, but I don't think we've had John on. Okay, fair enough. All right, so uh, elsewhere in January, uh, rumors begin for hardware we would see later in the year. Smaller mm-hmm. notches on the iPhone 13, which did pan out. They're not, they're not drastically smaller, but they're a teeny tiny bit smaller. Yeah, they are smaller, kind of smaller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the like th- super tiny notch that people were hoping for, and that we we still may see. But uh, smaller notches on the iPhone 13, and one that we all immediately gravitated toward, towards an 8.4 inch iPad Mini with smaller bezels. That sounds like a good iPad to me. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really excited to see if they released <laughs> it, and I fell in I love with it. I can't wait to see what we'll do with it. I can't wait to get that one. Yeah. yeah. It's been um, so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in January, uh, those of us who observe marked the 20th anniversary of the Titanium PowerBook, and I only bring that up because it was such a big year for Apple Notebooks later in the year, and so it's always fun when anniversaries kind of line up. Uh, I did oh, this yeah, thing. It's kind of fun. That's the one that everyone said looked like the new one. Yes. Yeah. And then it, it, it celebrated its 20th year that yeah, I did I actually didn't know that. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And the article in the show notes for it is uh part of a series I did all year looking back at the announcements from 2001 because Apple that was a very busy year for Apple and it's really when they were like I think for the first time really firing on all cylinders after Jobs returned. And so a lot of stuff in that 2001 time period, but I wanted to mention the tie book because um, it's my favorite and it has been in the conversation a lot more because of those that new design that we have now. It's uh, still a good looking computer. It I is. Think. I got yeah, at least two of them. Oh boy. At least yeah, two of them. You got mm-hmm. a problem, man. Wow, this you don't even know. On, do you on... know? Do you actually know how many are you saying you have two? Well, so you y'all know this. I am in the middle of trying to organize my collection a little bit better. And mm-hmm. part of that is this new like giant shelving system I got to put laptops in. And so my my laptops are now just scattered in piles around the studio as I try to like organize that shelf and catalog piles. things. I know I have my two laptops are scattered in piles. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear yourself? Like, do you ever listen to the things that you say? <laughs> I have many piles of laptops just <laughs> hither and yon. Yes, everywhere. You got to walk around them in here. 
Oh, boy. All right. Uh, should we move to February? Yes, please. January wasn't that exciting. I'm just going to say, if we're giving a rating, I don't know if we've ever done that before. January. Wait, are we ranking months? We should rank months. Wait, are we? Pe- wait, 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 wait. Uh, is there going to be a month that wins this episode? I think we should now do this. Yeah. Okay. So January, January, eh. bad one. Yeah, not great. Um, how do we rank them? Well, I could just, I think we could just, I mean, we, it'd be difficult to do a number system until the end. I think we can maybe just do like higher and lower as we go through, like February better than January or whatever. And then we just. Okay, let's do, okay, no, let's do bad, meh, and good. Okay, Wait, but we, we have a pick scale, a, y'all. Yeah, we could put it on the teacher scale, but we All have right. to pick a best one at the end. Okay. But see, the thing is. The thing is, the the worst part on the Tichi scale was nightmare, right? But mm-hmm. January wasn't a nightmare. It was just boring. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the Tichi scale needs to be like we need to start at at a, like a higher threshold, not mm. from nightmare. Nothing is a nightmare here. I think. Yeah. I need a I need a full image of the Tichi because scale because a nightmare month would probably be a good one if that makes sense for like its excitement levels. So we are judging them on excitement levels. Okay, so yeah. I got the teaching scale here. Uh, okay, so Nightmare in Fear. I think we start at Decent. Yeah, that works for me. Okay. Because we have Nightmare in Fear minus Inferior, Decent, Normal, Good, Good plus Best I Love You. I think we could start at Inferior. January was an Inferior. <laughs> inferior month. Okay, so, so we skip the first two. We start at Inferior. Or we could, I mean, we could do inferior. I forgot inferior minus was worse than inferior. Yes, inferior. Well, it's minus. So yeah, but the, see, yeah, okay. Let's say January was an inferior minus month because I I don't think there's going to be a worse month than that. Like they're just kind of one of the things we spoke about was an anniversary of a twenty year old product. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hey. relatively. Look, I know it's important to you, but like you know. Who's keeping track of these? Uh, inferior minus. I'm going to write it in the document. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right. February, things uh, start to pick up here. So the in, in, in the software um, area, the big news is the introduction of the iOS 14.5 beta, which is a surprisingly packed one. As we're going to see, there's a bunch of features that we discussed uh, over the following months that were actually introduced in February with 14.5 beta. The most important one, Face ID unlocking powered by the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I forgot that this thing came out with 14.5, like way after the original release of iOS 14 last year. Like I totally forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Do you guys still use it? I, I do. I I mean, it's not perfect, but... Well, we have to. <laughs> well, well, you know. <laughs> you can keep it disabled if you don't want to use it for whatever reason. Sure, I do use it because okay. I mean, I, I, you know, one of the good things for me is like as of September, I started wearing an Apple Watch all the time, right? So, and like, it's definitely one of the things that's held me on to the Apple Watch. Um, I think it was a little bit early in September, but anyway, it's one of the things that's held me on to the Apple Watch. It was because I can easily unlock my uh, my iPhone. Now, I haven't seen this myself, but also in fourteen point five uh, maps uh, received new hazard, accident, and speed check. Uh, reporting features. I believe these are maybe US only. Uh, they were enabled in in the Maps app, in Siri, in CarPlay. I don't have a CarPlay. Steven has just put out a video about one, in fact, about a CarPlay unit. Um, 
fun video, Steven. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I so I haven't seen these features myself, but they launched with 14.5 last year. The other big feature that we talked about a bunch on the show a few months ago, the ability to pick a default music streaming service in Siri. Ah, uh, yes. There was, a, there was a whole conversation about this. So in 14.5, uh, soon after installing the beta, people started noticing that when they asked Siri to play a song or an album, Siri would ask them to pick a music streaming service. The list uh, provided by Siri included Apple Music, services like Tidal, and even podcast clients like Castro and Overcast, Apple Podcasts, of course. Apple later clarified that, and this was very confusing, we had to revisit this topic multiple times on the show. Basically, Siri does have a system to associate a third-party music streaming service with your music playback requests. Uh, it also works for podcasts and for audiobooks. However, the process is completely invisible. Uh, we complained about this on the show. There's no settings page where you can see these associations being made. Um, you can uh, Siri would randomly ask you to pick a third-party uh, compatible service that is installed on your device. There was a whole conversation about this in February. Apple PR had to clarify to TechCrunch, I believe, what was going on. It was very confusing, and we talked about it for a while. New emoji. Woo! They were also released in 14.5, and it seems like we're going to get a similar release of new emoji, like a delayed schedule compared to a few years ago, pre-pandemic, uh, with uh, the 15 release cycle as well. Uh, so 217, I believe, new emoji were added um, in total, you know, with the with the uh, skin tone variations and all the different uh, combinations. Yeah, I think if I remember rightly, this was a small amount of emoji, yeah. right? Like there was two hundred and seventeen, but really there was only like twenty actual new things yeah. or something. Yeah, and and I believe that next year's release should be a more of a full release. So I look forward to the Jeremy's. Also in 14.5, uh, something that Steven was really happy about, uh, specifically 14.5 Beta 2 introduced a green tint fix. Yay! I was pretty sure that we had agreed that we would not talk about this anymore. I, I, I have to because it's the year in review. Yeah. I feel like we don't have to review everything that happened in the year. Like this it's is the biggest news in iOS since iOS. Sure. <laughs> Moving on. We're done with 14.5. Um, I only mentioned this one because it's one of those things that a company announces and nah, 10 months later, it's still not wow. here. In February, Spotify announced Spotify Hi-Fi, a Hi-Fi tier for Spotify. Still nowhere to be found, Spotify. Uh, they finally released uh, real-time lyrics last month, but the Hi-Fi tier... Mm -mm, nowhere to be found basically they at this purely point announced it because they knew apple was going to right like yeah As they, we'll they wanted later. to get out yes. first yeah it must have been lastly we saw the uh, you know some first rumors of a foldable iphone with pencil support scheduled for 2023 uh this is a rumor from an analyst i don't remember the name of the firm but uh yeah talk of a seven inch foldable iphone for 2023 i don't know seems kind of early to me still that feels super aggressive <laughs> it feels early what what i will say uh 
I recommend people go and watch some videos about the Oppo Find N. I'll yep. put an MKBHD video in the show notes. I think they're getting close. It's getting closer to like these devices being more realistic. Like th- this device is like when it's closed, the dimensions are pretty similar to a regular phone, um, rather than the Z Fold, which is like this weird, you know, thin and tall device. It looks pretty cool, the Oppo Find N, and it's just like an example of like. Hmm. This stuff is getting is getting better at, at a fast rate, and I'm pleased that it's not just Samsung that's doing decent looking devices now. So I don't think 2023 either, but I don't know. I but I but it feels like things are getting a bit a bit more realistic. Maybe that's what Dan's working on. You know, Dan Riccio. Yeah, they had they couldn't have him on the executive page because they folded him up. You know. I mean. You might not be wrong. I mean, I guess, so to go back to that, we know it's not the car because many other people have been working on the car, I think. Yeah. Isn't, isn't uh, what's his name, the watch guy in charge of the... Kevin Lynch is working on the car now. Yeah. And so I would expect it's either an AR or VR product or a folding phone. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of those two. Yeah. I, I don't know what else it would be. Because we haven't really heard about any other sort of like interesting, far off future projects, unless he's just like d- literally deep underground with it. You think they keep Dan underground? I bet they do. Well, he's secretly been fired. <laughs> his new project is, uh, you know, spending time with his family. Anyway, the last thing I want to mention is this six colors link from February about Apple launching a companion podcast for for all mankind, and I believe this was the first version of these companion shows for Apple TV Plus original content, as we'll see later in the year. They did this a bunch of times. Uh, you know, Specifically, uh, the, the one that I think is that really, uh, the, the one that I recommend is the Foundation Podcast, the companion podcast for the Foundation TV show that I think is really well done and really adds context to the, to the experience. But yeah, uh, For All Mankind... Um, which, by the way, I cannot wait for season three. Mike, do we know when season three is coming out? I don't think we do. Uh, I don't even recall any news of a uh, filming date beginning. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. okay. They are doing it. Yeah, COVID on the moon. Um, but but it, could be, it could be a 2023 thing. It might not be next year. And uh, just to do a little plug here, uh, Jason and I got to interview Ron Moore the co-creator and writer yeah. on so Liftoff. Good. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Which wow, was, that was a get wild. Oh, that was a real get. That was such a good episode too. Thank you. Um, I really loved it. You could tell, you could tell how much he cared about it. Oh, he was fantastic. And, uh, that was really a fun interview. And so I got to, to watch a bunch of them in advance, but I, I couldn't tell anybody. It was very fun. Uh, so, Oh yeah. I forgot that. Uh-huh. The two of you got to see the episodes early. Yeah, us and, and Dan Moore and we all got screeners and <laughs> I had like my name floating around in space, so I didn't couldn't like screenshots. Um mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool. That was cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so I would say if I, good. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I would say best I'd love you because they fixed the green tent. No. See, I'm only um, saying good because then we didn't need to talk about it anymore. Well, at least oh, that was my oh, thought. Oh, no, it is good it because back. green is the good color on there. Y- yep. All right. I'll go with good. No. 
I yeah, I think it's a good month. Yeah, good. It's right. not good plus, but it's a good month. Yeah, good. Okay, <laughs> good plus. Yeah, you got to pay more for good plus. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of a fee. Oh, you it's know it when fee. it's a good plus month. It's like this is good, but it's got that extra kick to it. You know, it's mm. good, it's a good plus. <laughs> it's good, but it's ad free. You, go to you getgoodplus.com. I don't know where that goes. <laughs> don't go I don't there. know where that goes. Getgood.plus. So get get it's the fancy domain. <laughs> you have to pay a lot of money for those dot pluses. Getgood. Hold on. Getgood.plus. Well, it's available. All right. Let's move on to March. March. In, in March, we said goodbye to music memos. Apple recommended. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Was it 2021? <laughs> Apple recommended that people used voice memos to record their music instead. I had forgot music memos existed. Music map. There's a support document. Yep. Transition from music memos to voice memos. Yep. There's a whole thing. Music memos. Uh, don't know why that app existed, um, but it did. And uh, they got rid of it because it is ultimately superfluous. Uh, March saw lots of iPhone rumors. There were lots and lots of iPhone rumors, uh, including promotion, bigger batteries, smaller notches, and better ultra wide cameras. These basically all, all correct. came true. Yeah. There are even more rumors that were good uh, from Ming Chi Kuo MacBook Pro to feature a HDMI port and SD card. We all lost our collective minds at that point. This is, the, I believe, the first time this was mentioned. Um, and uh, we were all very excited for what the year may hold. I, I don't keep tabs on this year to year. I, I'm sure somebody does, but it really seems like the hardware rumor game was pretty on point this year. Like we knew about these MacBook Pros and iPhones. Yeah, this I have some stuff later on, which is funny to look back on. But by and large, there were those John Prosser Square Apple Watch. But other than that, yeah, uh, I feel like Ming Chi Kuo, Mark Gurman, sort of that crowd. Uh, the serious ones really honestly had a pretty good year. I think so. As well, in a year when there was a lot of stuff which seemed like there's no, that's no way the first time we heard it, right? Like yeah. the HDMI and SD card. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they are friends? Like Mark and Ming Chi Kuo? Ming Chi Kuo and Mark mm-hmm. Gurman? I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, if they, they're if like, they they're combine like forces, ooh, do you think they're frenemies? I think it's like like us and ATP, you know, like we like those guys, but colleagues, they're you know, you got to keep keep them at arm's length, arm's length at all times. It made me think of like, um, oh, you guys are never gonna get this reference. Yeah, someone, anyone in the Discord, uh, if you're familiar with Captain Tsubasa, the anime, the the, the soccer anime, um, what's the name of the rival of Tsubasa? Seems like you're not very familiar with it either, Federico. Uh, well, I read the manga when I was like 12, so oh, forgive me. Mm. Oh, in Italy, on the beach. Oh, wait, you've just <laughs> seen the anime? Uh, I read the manga, so, you know, I had to translate it all from oh, I saw I saw the anime first, and then I read the manga, and then there's a remake of it. Anyway, yes, I I believe I believe Mark and ming Kuo are like Tsubasa and the other guy. What I like is nobody's given you this answer. No one's given you the answer in the Discord. Nobody has it for you. Look, someone will on Twitter, once it reaches a wider audience, someone will know Captain Tsubasa 
and what I'm talking about. And someone will tell me, well, some, there's someone out there. I have heard of this, but I don't know anything about it other than it's a soccer-focused oh, anime. Oh, come on. You're trying to be too precious about it. You guys have seen this. Everybody knows Captain Tsubasa. Come on. No. I really don't. <laughs> I barely know who Cardi B is. <laughs> Matt says, Hyuga, Google says. So, can I get back to March? Hold on, Yuga, Captain Tsubasa. Yes, it's Yuga. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Kojiro Yuga. Thank you. I forgot about how many things were killed in March. Look at this. Well, could you could you not spoil it? Let me do it. So in March, the IMAX... I mean, people already lived through March. <laughs> yeah, but everyone forget. I forgot this both but happened not in, in March. Not in the context of entertainment. They haven't. <laughs> so That's true. All right, so the iMac Pro comes to an end in March. What? At first it was like, yeah, I know, can you imagine? I think they did like limited supplies and then it was goodbye. Yeah. The same happened to the HomePod. The original HomePod in March was also put to bed. I guess the HomePod was still for sale for like four months. <laughs> they couldn't get rid of them. Do, do you all think the iMac Pro name will come back? The, the further yes. we go, I kind of think it will. I think this is what they're going to call the big iMac. Yeah, iMac and iMac Pro. Yeah, I think they're going to do it. Follow became the word that we use to subscribe to podcasts in Apple Podcasts. Do we do it? Like, is it a thing that we do now? Like, do we say this? Like, follow my podcast? Mm -mm. No. I, I don't. I don't. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure that you use the word follow on the App Store's website, though. Yes, I do. But like out of spite. Yeah, it chuck I chuckled at the time. Yeah, yeah. I do it because it's like the technically correct thing, but also... I don't think it's... I, I don't like it. But doesn't it bother you that you have to say follow on Apple Podcasts, subscribe everywhere else? Yeah. That's what they, I mean, that's, what they, that's why they're doing it. So you put them in a different clause as everybody else. Well, no, they did it because they... We'll get to this later on. It's because they have they the subscriptions. Have subscriptions. Stop yes. spoiling my month! God. Right, but you said something that would needed to be corrected. So I've had to do it, I'm afraid. You spoiled my month first. Um, the, they, they changed the wording, didn't they? Because they, they needed to use the word subscribe for subscriptions. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference will return in its all online format was announced in March. Uh, let's get ready for this March for it to be announced exactly the same. Yep. Um, Apple's Independent Repair Provider Program expanded. Um, so this was like a trend throughout the year that like Apple was doing more and more. And this was like the first part of that where they were making it easier for more companies to get more parts and to be ex um, accepted into the, um, into the AASP program. Is that it? Yeah. Apple authorized service provider. Yep. I didn't put this in here. I'm assuming Steven did. It was the 20th anniversary of the Mac OS 10 release. It's a big deal. Oh no, it is. I'm just saying I didn't put it in there. Yeah. 20 years, pretty wild, isn't it? Yep. What's really, really wild is we're not that far off from that with iOS. No. 2007. I mean, it's oh what? Oh, my God. Five years? Wow. What? No. Oh, God. This summer is the 15th anniversary of the iPhone. Ooh. Really? Is that right? 2022 minus... Yeah, this summer is 15 years. I feel like we just did... Well, we just did the 10 years of App Which, Store. Well, that's what that's uh, the pandemic for you, right? Because Yeah. Acceleration. <laughs> well, see, like, now Federico will uh, open a text message to John and say, John, you need to prepare a 15-year <laughs> at the iPhone story. I don't need it. to do that because John is really listening. I, One I, I true... Can, I don't know, but I, I can feel when John is listening live. 
mm. and I can feel that he is right now. I feel John's presence in this podcast let's tonight. See his, if we are, nice. Let's see if we are wrong, but I, I, can f I can feel John at the moment. Well, he has yet to uh, to say a word in any of our various channels. John, I'm dis I am disappointed. I am disappointed. Jason's here, though. Oh, no. So. It's one of the three. <laughs> one of the three. All right, so we need to now rank March on the Tucci scale. Mm. Um, I feel like March had more than February. Yeah, I would go good plus. N no, no. Uh, I was feeling like a decent to normal, maybe. I guess my rating was sort of based on these rumors came true, but I'm not sure that's how we actually should rate them. Well, but like, see, this is a month of goodbyes. So goodbye, Music Memos. Goodbye, iMac Pro. Yeah, but I think of it as like, maybe, I, you know, I think of it as how much content did I get out of that month? We got a lot of good content out of March from like uh, all of the iMac Pro speculation and what are they going to do with the HomePod and wow, what if the MacBook Pro has all these ports and look at these iPhone rumors and WWDC is virtual again. Like there's a lot yeah, of but, content. Okay, but it's not it's not a good plus though. I can I can go with good, good. Let's just say okay. good. Let's just say good. I feel like maybe Feb and March were, were pretty... I see what you mean Like, because we also got good content in February, so... I mean, we'll there, there are like busier months ahead and like I don't want to use a good plus already. I agree with you. I would say March better than February, but not enough to get a good plus. Yeah, but uh, and also we we can decide later when it's like February against March in the, you know, at the, at the end when we got to pick one, then we can, you know, mm -hmm. do that kind of comparison. Yeah, then we can really duke it out. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Sent with Siri from the one true John, I am listening and driving. Wow. I, I knew it. I knew it. I, I can feel it. I can feel, you know, John behind the wheel, you know. Driving around Illinois. John's got his hands on the wheel live. during this show. Hands on the wheel. Someone else in the car probably right now listening to this. I don't know. Hi. Hello, One True Family. We appreciate you. Uh, and John, if you're alone, um, we are your family. <laughs> 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 don't, Federico, you've got to stop talking about John's family. It's really upsetting. <laughs> I got, a thing, I got a thing from John's family, right? I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's the it's the holiday spirit, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> this episode of Connected is made possible by Amazon Music. I bet that you like listening to podcasts. And with Amazon Music, you can find tons of binge-worthy shows, including this one. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to. So you can listen to... Hilarious podcasts like Smartless one week before everyone else and ad-free. And the true crime podcast, Dr. Death Miracle Man, uh, it's available two weeks early on Amazon Music. But it's not just for listening to podcasts, of course. Amazon Music has thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free. No matter what you're listening to, you can go hands-free with Alexa. And if you want your music on demand and ad-free, you got to try Amazon Music Unlimited. It gives you unlimited access to over 75 million songs, as well as podcasts, music videos, and more. And with Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to any song, anywhere, offline, with unlimited skips. I really don't want my music service supported by ads. I've been down that road before, and I find it really distracting. I like the full control that things like Amazon Music give. 
And you can listen anywhere. You can take it in the car, the gym, at home. If you're like me, when you're raking an endless mountain of leaves in your yard, it's a great time to check it out. For a limited time, new customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for three months. There's no credit card required. Just go to amazon.com slash connected FM. That's amazon.com slash connected FM to try Amazon Music Unlimited for free for three months. This renews automatically, but you can cancel anytime. Terms apply. Go to amazon.com slash connected FM to learn more. Our thanks to Amazon Music for their support of the show and Relay FM. We are now in April. And in looking back over these announcements, for me, April holds one of the actually one of the most surprising announcements from Apple. And that is this Apple Arcade expansion where they brought in uh, a bunch of games that were sort of known as like classics on the App Store. And they have them sort of updated and remade. They're ad-free. All the monetization is pulled out. And we've gotten this like great library of games that we've loved over the last, you know, 12 or 13 years resurfaced in Apple Arcade. And I think it's, I think it's super cool. I mean, Federico, you and I both like have this shared love of software preservation, and this is like a, a cool twist on it. Something that I really was not expecting, uh, and, and, and Apple is doing it right. Like they are picking select titles. They are, you know, working with developers to update them for modern um, CPUs, modern displays, uh, multi-platform, um, iCloud uh, save support, like making sure that this game can be played with quality of life features and graphical updates in 2021. Really surprising. I'm super happy about this. And it's also a clever business move because it allowed Apple to keep the momentum going for Apple Arcade releases by injecting older titles into the you know release timeline on Apple Arcade which you know as far as the originals go has slowed down a bunch over the past year for obvious reasons so bringing back classics and App Store greats a great idea yeah this is the best thing they've done with Arcade I think um, and I think it's a smart business move uh, yeah. I've, there's been a you know there there are a bunch of games that I have replayed that I haven't played in a long time, um, and I also think it's good for people to get some of those games that they maybe otherwise hadn't checked out before. So yeah, really great. All right, uh, elsewhere in April, uh, once we were all settled down from the app the app arcade Apple Arcade stuff, uh, of course we got an Apple event. We got the spring event. This came with. A couple of smaller things at the beginning. I really, in hindsight, this is such like a hodgepodge of things, but we got uh, the Apple Podcast subscriptions, so you can Oh, this pay. was the weird event. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> this was the t- jacked Tim Cook tight shirt event. Remember? Remember yes. Was he yes. standing outside? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. like he's at the gym all winter. You can pay for extra content just within Apple Podcasts, Apple of course, takes their percentage and stands between podcasters and their listeners. So some people have opted into that. Some haven't. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> we have not. Uh, air tags. I, I resent that implication. Like, what? Why is that? You know, what? It's a. It's just not for everybody. It just doesn't work for us. That's fine. Yes. Okay. For some people, as you see. Air tags. <laughs> air tags. After many, 
many, many months of rumor delay air tags finally, finally showed up. That came, remember there was that weird announcement about, hey, other stuff can talk to Find My. And then like three days later, Apple was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, look at this really expensive electric bicycle. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I still want. Oh, the Van Moof? Yes. Yeah. I remember that. And the name has like a dog cow reference. It's perfect. I don't know if that is a reference. Like, I think that's accidental. I don't think that. Accident. The biggest thing, honestly, out of this event was the purple iPhone 12 and 12 mini. That yes, I did. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Was for I sale just... for like, what, six months and then went away? I've only uh-huh. seen one of these in person in real life. Like somebody bought it. Updated Apple TV 4K with the revamped Siri remote or Apple remote, I think, whatever they're calling it now. It's called the Siri remote. Um, Still called the Siri remote? Yes. It's 100 times better. Pretty yes. close to perfect, especially after coming from the, the old terrible one. It's not an, ex- an exaggeration to say that a, that a remote has made my life better. I think, if anything, it's like a symbol of, of the pandemic and lockdowns to have this much affection for a remote redesign. Um, I really love the new Siri remote. It's like it has removed all that frustration. Like It was like a small dose of frustration every single time mm-hmm. I had to use the Siri remote. Like It wasn't like I wouldn't get angry at it or really upset. It's like, you know, this is so frustrating. Like, uh, And it was like a tiny droplet of frustration dripping down inside my brain every single time. Wow. And now it's gone, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's like I love this. I love this remote so much, I bought four of them, and I've placed them in, like, two in Rome and two at the beach house. I really love this the new Siri remote. The best compliment I can give the Siri remote is I never think about it. Also, I would like to jog your memory here, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With the Apple TV, remember when we all uh, started calibrating our TVs with the tool that Apple released on the iPhone to place your iPhone against your television? Yeah. To calibrate. Yeah, that was that was April also. I didn't do that. I did. Because... It was fun. No, I couldn't do it because my TV was good. Set to metric? And new. No, it's like that's you should only do it I think if you use Dolby Vision, you shouldn't do it. Or you can't do it. Yeah, with Dol- you got to disable Dolby Vision if you want to try it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I have no... Do dis- you know what I mean? It's like Dolby did it for me. <laughs> I'll let Dolby mm-hmm. do it. So, yeah. Okay. Because I updated my TV. Uh, this event, we also got the M1 iPad Pros. Mm-hmm. The 12-inch or 12.9-inch also got a ProMotion mini LED display. It's pretty fancy. Not on the 11, but it's shown up on the laptop. So my assumption is Mini LED will be on the smaller iPad Pro. Maybe next time they get updated. But really amazing hardware. I don't want to think about that iPad Pro because that's the, that iPad Pro could tempt me away from the Mini, and I love the Mini too much. And then uh, the 24-inch M1 iMac in a bunch of colors. Uh, really the highlight of the event, at least for me. And uh, yeah, we got fun, colorful iMacs. Mike has one in his office. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love my iMac. So that was the event. So uh, Apple Podcast subscriptions, her tags, Apple TV stuff, purple iPhones because of reasons, uh, new iPad Pro, new iMac. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a kind of a strange event, but also... It was a bunch of good stuff, but like all thrown together. <laughs> like, it was a bunch of that. good stuff. Some 
padding around them. Pretty good event. Okay, what else what else was in April, Steven? iOS 14.5. Oh, okay, got released. Finally okay. finally shipped with mask unlock, new Siri voices. Mm-hmm. Remember when people said, "Oh, Apple missed it. We don't need mask unlock anymore." Yeah. That uh, was yeah. At that time, we did say that on this show. Probably. I, I don't remember which one of us, but I know one of us said it, or a couple of us was like, it doesn't feel like we're going to need them. Yeah. need this for much longer. It took them so long to do this. <laughs> kind of regret that. Joke's on us, I guess. Uh, a couple sort of non-Apple things I just wanted to, to mention. Uh, April was when Lauren Good over at Wired published her piece, I called off my wedding, the internet will never forget, talking a lot about how platforms and even like the photo widget bring up memories of people and relationships and i think it was probably the best thing i read on the internet this year it was fantastic yeah i think you might be right actually. uh really really excellent and you know we've we've talked some about that on the show but she really goes into it in a way that that we didn't and if you haven't read it you need to to make the time to do so and last but not least april 27th uh casey newton at the verge uh, wrote a piece outlining the controversy at base camp. So this is... Uh, I remember that. <laughs> this yeah. is when um, base camp management effectively told their employees that they could not use official company methods of communication to talk about anything but work. So mm-hmm. no politics, uh, no social issues, etc. Like half the company quit. We know people who left and... Just what I mean, if we we're gonna hand out trophies for like the biggest self own of the year, Basecamp would get mm-hmm. would get it. It's even now what nine, eight months later or whatever, still totally ridiculous and pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. So yep, go Basecamp. Yeah, good good job. Uh, okay, where this. does this rank uh, on the teacher scale? I so there's an Apple event. Which of course, yeah. um, it you know th- that helps in terms of like giving us content, giving us enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, Apple Arcade news is good. Fourteen point five release is also pretty good. Um, again, I don't think I don't I don't think I want to give out a good plus for this. I, so, this would be close to good plus for me. I mean, like mm, me too. That was a that was a good but event. Was like a good, we said it was weird, uh, but like you just Mac spoke about your love for the remote. The love for the ro- yeah, you're yeah. right. And I think the good iPad plus. Pro. Yeah, this is a good plus. Okay, this is a good plus. Yeah, remote iPad <laughs> Pro, new iMac, AirTags. I'm honestly like I'm low key loving the AirTags also. Um, so. Oh, I love them. I have twelve of them. Twelve? Twelve? Did you say twelve? <laughs> Yeah, I bought 12. three four packs. Three four packs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I April... realized the other day I need more. It, once you're really into it, you just want to put them on everything. Yeah. Put them on your kids. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. So, April, congrats! You're now in the lead for That's good. best month of 2021. Just don't talk about it at work if you work for Basecamp. Yep. Don't ever talk about April. All right, moving on to May. So we have the beginning of the Epic Games versus Apple trial. It began in in early May. So wide-eyed and full of hope that it was going to do something. <laughs> it's that it was going to, you know, the... the, 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 the that this trial was going to lead to a practical conclusion that had a net effect for consumers, but nope. 
a big pile of nothing so far. So, uh, yeah, we uh, John, uh, the one through John, did an excellent overview on Mac stories. I'm biased, but also it's a really excellent overview if you don't understand legal complex legal things uh it's a it's a good read still and uh turns out john was right about uh basically all of it uh you know months before the verdict mm-hmm. apple in may announced what was my risky pick from the annual rikis 2020 i got this right but five months uh ahead of time because in may apple announced a new head of pr and the new head of PR at Apple comes from Cisco. It's Stella Lowe. It's new head of PR at Apple. Uh, former Cisco executive. Uh, Apple has been, has, you know, had been operating without a head of PR uh, following the, you know, um, you know, what's what's the name? Steve Dowling uh, mm-hmm. resigned a couple of years ago. I think it was before the pandemic. Yeah, it, this was, was vacant for quite a while. Yeah. So, Celalo uh, announced in May. Uh, we start. So, May was an interesting month for music news because we start seeing in early May the first rumors of a um, hi-fi tier for Apple Music. Remember, we talked about this on the show. How there, you know, in the music industry, there, there, there were some early indications of the fact that Apple was gonna do a higher, higher resolution tier for Apple Music, but also something with spatial audio, because spatial audio was already a feature for video content, but not for music content. At the same time, Deezer, a music streaming service, launched one of the few native HomePod integrations uh, for a third-party music streaming provider on the HomePod, and Deezer also had high-resolution playback support. So was that that rumor about Apple Music? Was that that one that came from that like website? Yes. That- Yes. That also said the iPod was coming or something? 20 years ago, yes. It was that website that oh, we also yeah. <laughs> talked about and linked in the show notes. Yes, it was that website. And sure enough, uh, a week later, I believe, Apple uh, officially announced high-resolution playback in Apple Music and spatial audio, but they said it would be coming in June. So they sort of pre-announced the release. Um, this was not an iOS 15 feature. It was um, it was an iOS 14.6 or 7 feature, I believe, but they pre-announced it in May. Uh, the iMac embargo is up. Uh, we got uh, the iMac reviews, uh, very positive reviews, and one really important comparison from Steven on YouTube comparing the iMac 2021 to the iMac G3. Uh, from how many years ago, Steven, is the G3? Uh, that model is from... 99 or 2000 sometime nice. in there. Nice. All right. Uh, that was my Pro. first pre-release uh, embargo hardware, the iMac Nicely Pro. done. The iMac, That's I should say. So, yeah, you had a yellow, yellow. one, right? Yellow. And, yellow. And I bought a yellow one. Yeah. yeah. I, nice. th- this is a computer that I wish I had room for in my life because I love everything about the design. You know, maybe the 27 will follow in its footsteps, but I think it's so friendly and fun. I just don't need a small iMac. That 27 is not going to be colorful like this. No it's way. pro, so it'll be boring. Yeah, it'll mm. be like space gray, starlight, graphite, starlight, <laughs> midnight, 
God. What they should do is a clear one. Then I'll be into it. Yes. Oh man! Oh, oh man. like uh, teenage engineering their uh, earbuds. Yeah. Oh my! Yep. Yep. I just want it completely crystal clear. That would be sweet. Although, uh, is it? Are they excited? Yeah, they look good inside. Apple designs them good inside. Oh yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Um, iPad Pro review embargoes are also up. I did one. It was fun. Uh, basically, we all loved the display. And we all pointed out how the performance was not, you know, this incredible performance with the M1 chip and 16 gigs of RAM uh, was really not justified by iPadOS 14. And spoiler, uh, iPadOS 15 did not really tell an, a different narrative around that either. So uh, really powerful and beautiful hardware, it's still somewhat limited by iPadOS. Now, we, we see how Apple is starting to, again, continuing to pre-announce things uh, before WWDC, sort of clearing the decks before WWDC. And one of the things they've done here is they pre-announced all of the accessibility features that would come with iOS 15 and watchOS 8, including so the, all this new Memoji for... Um, more accessibility sort of use cases, as well as uh, like this major new feature, assistive touch on the watch. Assistive touch in watchOS 8 with this entirely new set of gestures like um, clenching your fist and, uh, you know, using your wrist to scroll up and down in lists on the Apple Watch. A really incredible demo. There's a whole, There's an official support document now on using assistive touch on the Apple Watch in watchOS 8 and how that works, um, sort of all the different gestures that you can use, including pinching, clenching, uh, you know, pinch to move, pinch once to scroll down, really incredible stuff uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, combining gestures and accessibility with assistive touch for a small screen like the Apple Watch. Uh, we also have a major announcement that honestly, I, I can say with confidence, changed our lives. And uh, it's why we are now so, you know, wealthy. Uh, it's because <laughs> Apple released, uh, officially launched uh, an affiliate program for Apple Podcast subscriptions. I don't know about you guys, but we really, you know, we really... You doubled down on that one? Gold mine with this, you know, making mm. making all, all the great dollars with this affiliate program. Um, Do you remember when it was like, it was like, really good money that the app it, store it, affiliate like it I was can like tell you, it, it was really good money i used yeah. to work on thanksgiving and black friday because it was really good money yeah uh i got stories to tell about that well someday still someday, someday. <laughs> in the, in the federico Petici, uh memoirs yes um i kind of want to have i kind of want to have a like a like an official biography yes done at some point like that, that could be fun anyway mm -hmm. um iOS 14.6 is hang out. On, hang on, hang on. <laughs> what would you call your biography? Oh. Oh. Uh, That's good. That's a good question. You know, I think it's got to be something about like food or life in Italy, but also technology. Yeah. Pasta and podcasts. No, something like, something like, a, uh, like an Italian bite, but bite with a Y. Wow! Oh my God, that's good. <laughs> take a take a bite out, take a bite out of uh, out of Italy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, some people run with that. Um, iOS fourteen point six is out, and it brings Apple Card Family 
and podcast subscriptions. Apple Card Family. Does anyone here use Apple Card Family? I haven't uh, even got an Apple Card. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me, me I don't neither. use it. Okay. All right. So 14.6 is not really that exciting. Uh, and honestly, the end of May was really fun for me because I I was invited early before the grand opening of the beautiful new Apple store in Rome via the Corso mm-hmm. at Palazzo Marignoli. I was able to go there with Silvia. Silvia took some incredible pictures and uh, we did. I did a story featuring Silvia's photographs and sort of like this background story on this building, what it means for Rome and what Apple did in terms of renovating this incredible place right in the heart of Rome, in the center of Rome. That was a really fun day. It was a fun day because I, I was able to do it all in one day. Like we went to the center of Rome, we took the pictures, we came back and I wrote at night and I published in the morning. It's like, uh, yeah, I was uh, pretty happy with myself there. So yeah, this place is incredible. If, you ever, if you're an Apple fan and you're ever in the center of Rome, you know, make sure to stop there because it's like, like normally, I I would have advised against including an Apple Store in your in your you know um, vacation plans because it's not that exciting for most people. But this one, it, honestly, it feels like a museum and it's absolutely stunning in person. So, if you're that kind of person, make sure to stop there. And yeah. uh, th- that about wraps up uh, the month of May. I had forgotten how amazing this place is. I mean, I'm scrolling through these pictures now, and it's like legitimately breath a breathtaking building. Mm, very beautiful. It's really cool. Okay, how do we rank May? I would say normal, because like yeah, most of like the the even the the hardware reviews were reviews for like prior announcements. The epic version, and they were pretty much as expected. There was nothing yes. greatly surprising in those. The only, like, the thing that I really like is the uh, Apple Music announcement with uh, high-resolution playback and spatial audio. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough to... And, of course, the Apple Store, but the Apple Store is very localized to Italy, obviously. I don't think Apple Music alone is able to pull May out of a normal month. Works for me. Yeah, okay. This episode of Connected is made possible by Text Expander from our friends over at Smile. Do you ever type the same things over and over and over again? Whether it's customer support answers, sales emails, document edits, typing things repetitively or using copy and paste can be a burden. It can lead to mistakes. And that's where Text Expander comes in. With Text Expander, you and your team can keep your messaging consistent, save time, and be more productive and be accurate every time. The way we're working is changing, so make sure that work can happen wherever you are by saying more in less time and with less effort using Text Expander. A computer without Text Expander to me is practically useless. I have so, so many things in there. I use it for links that I need to send people if I'm doing like membership support. Yeah, of course, contact information, emails, but also things you may not think about. So like under my YouTube videos, I have like a little collection of links. That's all on Text Expander. Why would I copy and paste that for an old video? I can just have it in Text Expander, and that means it works on all my computers, all my devices. As a listener of Connected, you can get 20% off your first year by visiting textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more. That's textexpander.com slash podcast. Our thanks to Text Expander from Smile for the support of the show 
and Relay FM. All right, we're back with June now. We know what June means. It's WWDC 2021. Woo! I didn't really want to dig into this too much. I've picked out a few of the things that were announced and kind of grouped them a little bit. iOS 15 saw, among other things, SharePlay, everyone's favorite. Some updates to FaceTime, which included like the audio and video stuff you could do and links for FaceTime calls. Focus modes, live text, and some of the new notification stuff, um, like notification summaries and time-sensitive notifications. Uh, as well as these, iPadOS 15 got a new multitasking method. I don't like. A, this, what would you say? Like paradigm. Paradigm. That's a good no, one. No, no. I mean, no. That's a bad it? one. It's it's like no. I think method. It's like a new activation method. It's. It yeah. has a new button. It, buttons. Re- <laughs> it, it got lots of keyboard shortcuts too, which was really yeah. good, especially for multitasking stuff. Uh, we got widgets on the home screen and app library and Quick Note, which is yeah. the only place that this is actually useful. <laughs> it's on the iPad, but yeah, it's everywhere. And macOS Monterey uh, got shortcuts, and I've called it continuity, but I think that's wrong. What is it called? That you, where you can universal control. universal control. Universal that's what control. I was looking for. Uh, Universal Control uh, was announced. Uh, it's coming to Monterey. Watch OS 8 got... I, <laughs> I knew I had to write something, so I went to Apple's newsroom page and kind of was just like, oh, yeah, didn't remember any of this. Uh, see, new layout for the home stories. app, new workout types, which it always gets, and a mindfulness app on the Watch OS 8. Uh, so Watch OS 8. Uh, also in June, the saga of Safari begins. This is where oh yeah, the like the next three months of conversation began was new Safari. Um, it had promise when it was shown off, and then we all realized. Uh, you know, I was saying about this earlier on with something else, but I, I always feel this way with uh, with WWDC, right? Where like you see something on stage, and you're like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And then you very uh, quickly start to realize once you play around with things how it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be. Like shortcuts is like this a lot, right? Like they show off some stuff in shortcuts and then you actually use it and like, oh yeah, but it doesn't work for this, 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 and this. So therefore it's not at all what I thought it was going to be like. Yeah. Uh, so that was WWC. Um also in June, Apple employees begin pushing back against the return uh, to office that Apple put out in an internal letter that they wrote to um, to the company. Like a group of employees came together for that. And Apple published a 16-page report on why sideloading would be bad news for the security of their devices. Ooh. Imagine. Yeah, this imagine is, the horrors. This has really kind of been an undertone for the last half of the year. Apple... Speaking out about what I guess they were afraid or maybe what they expect courts and world governments to look at. And Craig Federighi gave a talk later in the year about this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it comes across as, as so kind of pathetic. And yep. I still don't buy it. Like no. personally, I still no, I, don't I, buy it. I, I don't buy it because like if it's this so if this is so bad, um does it mean that my Mac is not secure? Like if this is so bad, if this is so scary, why do you, why do you allow yeah, exactly. it on your computer? That's that's the flaw, and they've tried to explain. I mean, and they've said like, oh, the Mac is secure, just not as secure. Well, like just let, okay. but that's fine then, right? Thanks. It's fine. <laughs> uh, do you always say, Stephen, the other 
one of the other trend for the last six months of the year is Apple employees talking back to the company. Yes. Right? That's been a thing that's been coming up a lot. Most of it reported by Zoe Schiffer, which I believe that this uh, original Verge article was also reported by Zoe Schiffer. So what do we give June? So there's WWDC and it shapes our, you know, basically it shapes the second half of our year in terms of coverage. It, I don't think it can be less than good. I actually think you're right. Whilst this wasn't like a blockbuster, exactly. there was some stuff in here that we just spoke like Safari. Yes. We got months out of. Yeah. Yeah. And Good. shortcuts for Mac, which is like a, a, a new stream of content for us, at least. Um, yeah. And like normally, I would say, oh, by default, it you know WWDC we start a good plus. I don't think this was a good plus WWDC. Uh, kind of on the smaller, on the lighter side yeah. of things, like you know, even things that I thought would make a bigger impact, like Focus, for example, in iOS 15. I don't think it really is really resonating with consumers as much as yeah. I thought. But things like live text are. That's the kind of thing that I keep seeing like my you know, non-techie friends mention. So because focus is too complicated to set up. It's too complicated. I, I, I really yeah. that's one of my big wishes for iOS 16 that they I don't think they'll do it, but that they'll make that no. a they'll refine that system. Apple so rarely refines something the year after they've introduced it, yep. or does anything like, "Hey, hello, I would like to tell you about all of the uh, additional widgets features added in iOS 15." Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Unless something um, is really broken, like yeah. shortcuts, uh, they don't jump on it right away. They yeah. just you know like to wait and see. But yeah, I would say that this was a good, because there were things that, you know, when it's like, oh, new multitasking on iPad OS 15, we had all these ideas for what this could be. They delivered the bare minimum, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. I would say good. Yeah, it's a good, yes, it's a good yeah. month. Yeah. So that brings us to July. <laughs> I know, I know what this is going to be. Kind of a quiet time for tech news, generally, especially in the Apple world. But on July 13th, Apple published a press release uh, outlining the 35 Emmy nominations, including 20 for Ted Lasso, that, uh, which apparently is a, a record for a, a new comedy series. But Apple TV Plus content, very good and very well rewarded. Mike, you can probably speak better to this because uh, I know you guys follow this on Upgrade a good bit. But this seems like a, a really impressive deal. It was, and it will come up later on uh, in the show, but th this was a very, very big deal, the, the amount of nominations that they got in general, uh, especially for Ted Lasso, but was not unexpected going into the Emmys because Ted Lasso had already started picking up awards before the Emmy nominations were announced. So it did look like it was going to get uh, pretty well nominated and awarded. Uh, we have Obsidian, this little iOS note-taking app that some people use uh available on ios and android it had been in beta for a while and yes you could as a supporter or a subscriber you could get access to it through their discord but free on the app store and if you are interested in obsidian definitely check out what federico and john are doing on app stories y'all i'm not i don't use obsidian i don't particularly like it but i'm fascinated by what it can do and 
how y'all are customizing it. So people can go check that out. July also marked the pretty annual arrival of iPhone dummy models. So MKBHD, amongst others, got his hands on these. These phones, for the most part, look and feel like the new iPhone is going to look and feel. Sometimes the weight's off. On these, I think some of the camera details were a little bit wrong. But it gives you an idea of what's coming. And, you know, there's YouTube videos and articles about them. So I just always find that interesting that these things trickle out somewhere. Peak Safari 15 Angst and Sorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm calling July. Yeah. You know, interesting. At, at this point, people had been using it and it was before Apple really started revising it. That was more in August, if I remember correctly. But lots of. See, this is what this is what I, I, I would like to, to pose this to the group. I think this. What I don't know if this was the peak. I think the peak was when they did start revising it, and people weren't happy with what was happening. No, I think July. I think though in July, it, it's where they started doing the back and forth, um, because I believe it's starting with beta three. Oh, that they started okay, revising. So in, in, in July, it was really bad because like, it was changing like every other week, basically. I would draw my, my challenge. Yeah, July was the July was the peak <laughs> peak Safari 15 sorrow. Yes, I agree. Okay, so that was when that was happening. I've, I lost track of when that was occurring. Then, yes, you were completely right. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, basically every two weeks, we, we would have like the segment, what's new with Safari? What's different with Safari this time? Yeah. It got worse before it got better, is what we're saying. <laughs> yes, very much so. And then uh, I launched my first Kickstarter in July. So obviously a private, uh, you know, not like news news, but it was a big deal and went amazing and was exhausting all at the same time, but uh, launched that in early July. Big success. Yes. Yes. Thank you all. I hope you greatly enjoy your calendars over the next year. Hopefully, mine is coming tomorrow. Finally, hopefully, I really hope so. We had to. I I, I mailed Federico a lot of things that I owed him. I just All put them on once. a box and paid UPS <laughs> a lot of money to take it. Oh, the big box <laughs> is on the way, huh? Yes, yes, it is. It's got your uh, Ricky, uh, plush character. It's got. I put. A, yes. I threw our Christmas card in there because Mary was doing nice. those, and she's like, "What's Federico's address?" Like, I just give it to me. I'll just. So there's like a cre- there's a Christmas card inside the box. Yeah. I'm looking out for you. Yeah, it, it clear customs, so it should be here That's good. pretty soon. Yes. Uh, okay, so Stephen, uh, I know there's your Kickstarter, and it's the only. I mean, Obsidian on iOS like launching publicly, publicly good news. But you know, folks who were interested in Obsidian had the beta months before. Uh, I think this is a decent month. I agree. Uh, July is just a tough month in our world july is maybe the worst month yeah like and and even going up against december because by time july rolls around (laughs) (laughs) there's not really any there's no hardware then Mm -mm. and we've basically got everything we can get out of talking about the betas yes so you have the calm down from wwdc yeah you you've covered all the highlights and it's that transitional period where nothing new is happening betas are coming out 
and I personally start feeling the pressure of like, okay, it's time to get to writing and mm -hmm. see how quickly I can get it done. But at the same time, you kind of want to go to the beach and you kind of, you know, you start thinking about September. What am I going to do? It's a weird month. Nothing is happening. It's, yeah, it's not a good time. Uh, the only thing sort of making this month better are, in this case, Steven's Kickstarter and Sylvia's birthday. So July, I'm sorry, but decent. Wait. Stephen, you you didn't put Sylvia's birthday. I in didn't the know okay. it was in July. That is terrible. Well, That's yeah, terrible. I'm, I'm, you know, now so, I do. Sylvia's so, so birthday also in July, but unfortunately, let her two... let her open the box when it shows up tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so these these two things do not save July from a decent grade. Agreed. We now get to August, which is the most important month of the year because my birthday is in August. Uh, but beyond that, um, this is surprising news that, I don't know, maybe we should have expected, but it still was, you know, made us raise our you know, collective eyebrow, if you will. Uh, Apple acquired Prime Phonic, a service dedicated to classical music. And not only that, but Apple also announced that they would make a dedicated app version of Apple Music just for classical music, based on the Prime Phonic. It's been, it has been crickets on that since. I saw <laughs> like... a couple of weeks ago someone, maybe Joe Rossignol from MacRumors, say that, that they saw something that Apple was still working on this. Well, they must be, right? Because they haven't announced it, so... This is the kind of news that the moment I saw it, it's like I I didn't I I didn't predict this, but it made perfect sense right away. It's kind of funny because just a few weeks before we had done like this music series, not a few weeks, a couple of months before it was in mid-April, we had done this music series on Mac on app stories, and I talked for like fifteen minutes about Prime Phonic and how amazing it was for classical music fans. Um, they did a lot of really good work with curation, interviews, podcast integration. Uh, so it makes perfect sense to to have Prime Phonic as an Apple acqu acquisition, but it still was surprising at the time. Then, uh, Apple and developers sort of reached an agreement in the US. I don't really recall. That may be overstating it. <laughs> That's, yes. So, Apple... So, let me rephrase this. Apple put out a press release saying that Apple and US developers agreed to App Store updates that will support businesses and maintain a great experience for users. Now, I took out this, uh, this quote from the press release. The agreement clarifies that developers can share purchase options with users outside of their iOS app. Expands the price points developers can offer for subscriptions, in our purchases, blah, 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 and establishes a new fund to assist qualifying US developers. Has this really brought any change? No, because it didn't. This was not this wasn't really any change. This it was is this was a this was BS this one. It was it was useless. Still a press release on the newsroom. Emojipedia was acquired. I totally forgot about this. Emojipedia was acquired by Zedge, uh, some smartphone company. And the Connected podcast confirmed that the Jeremys will remain the Jeremys. Yes, they will. And we were not going to call them the Zedges, although I also do kind of want to do that. <laughs> but we won't. But I, I still kind of want to. <laughs> Zedge, give me a call. 
Those edges. Uh, YouTube announced picture in picture would be coming to the iOS app. Woo! This is the best thing that happened in August. Again, besides my birthday, um, Apple reverted the Safari design changes in iOS 15. They abandoned the single toolbar design at the at the bottom of the screen on iPhone, and they essentially implemented a concept that we had mentioned on the show before by Vidit Bargava, the developer of Lookup. Uh, Vidit had done this concept in late July, showing this uh, dual toolbar approach on the iPhone uh, with the sort of toolbar with the buttons for navigation and share at the bottom of the screen and an address bar tucked above it. So two separate UI elements at the bottom of the screen instead of a single compact toolbar. And uh, Apple did it. They, they That's exactly the design that we got in iOS 15. And Apple also added back an option to put the address bar at the top if you don't want to use it at the bottom but honestly this design refinement with understanding that a single address bar and toolbar at the same time was not gonna work uh that did it for me and i've been a huge fan of the new safari design ever since and i never switched back to the address bar at the top ui because it, the new one totally works. So that was a that was a fun time. That sort of you know that we had peak sorrow in July, and the you know the the new beginning. I was about to say new dawn, but that's a that's a thing from Cortex. I <laughs> cannot do that. New um, decades dawn again. <laughs> I can't believe how ridiculous that thing. Was. <laughs> <laughs> new beginning for Safari in August. Um, <laughs> At Mac Stories, we launched the new club, Mac Stories. That was the culmination of two years of work. Really, really happy with how that went and the response that we got and the uh, really the foundation that we laid for Mac Stories 5, which is going to be our next big project for 2022. Tim Cook, also celebrating a birthday. Became a club Mac Stories member. <laughs> Tim Cook... Long-time Club Mac Stories member likes to <laughs> likes to read his newsletter every Friday. I can tell you that. Loves it. That's where he finds um, out what's going on. Yes, it's so, oh, I see. I see. We have apps on the App Store. How interesting! Shortcuts um, is on the Mac. Maybe we should make money off of those apps from other developers. Uh, <laughs> You're to blame. Tim Cook has been a CEO of Apple for ten years. In August 2021. Uh, Steve Jobs resigned in August uh, 24, 2011. And so August 24, 2021, uh, Tim Cook's 10-year uh, anniversary at Apple. The Verge had a good story about sort of looking back at Tim, Cook, Tim Cook's Apple over the past decade and how the company's finances have skyrocketed, basically. Uh, and lastly, most important news of the month, even more important than my birthday, you can now set up a custom domain for iCloud email. Yeah, how long did you use that for? Like four days? Three hours. <laughs> you know, I give it a try. Uh, so that's August. Uh, obviously, not a lot better than July. Uh, decent. Know, yeah, I think decent. Decent, right? It's decent. This is a decent month. Again, we go through this every year. And this year was no different. Like July and August, it's the big calm before the storm, even too much calm. So, this episode of Connected is made possible by Pingdom from Solar Winds. 
While you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click that buy now button or fill out a trial form? You could stumble across the problem by luck, but that means you've already lost out on new customers. You need something to tell you when everything is running smoothly on your site, but more importantly, when it's not. You need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages every day. And for as low as $10 a month, Pingdom helps keep your sites online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company or anywhere in between. You need real-time alerts about critical website issues and customization of how you're alerted, whether it's via SMS, email, or a collaboration app. Whatever you want, you can set up with Pingdom. It tracks and analyzes your website's load times as well so you can see what's affecting the user experience. It's really simple. If you have a website, you need Pingdom. So take charge of monitoring your site in just minutes. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. And when you sign up, use the code CONNECTED at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for the support of the show and Relay FM. Okay, we move into September. Uh, we actually forgot to mention in August that Apple unveiled their CSAM detection and child safety features. It went very smoothly. In September, they delayed that um, because it did not go smoothly at all. Uh, it was muddled and not very well laid out. And then there was just a cascade of bad news. So then in September, they were like, LOL, we're not going to do that. Uh, goodbye. So then, rumor, this is this is my favorite rumor of the year. There was a rumor in September that the iPhone 13 would support satellite communication, allowing <laughs> users to make phone calls and send texts without a cell signal. Yeah. Your phones don't have that? <laughs> is it just yours that has that? I don't know. I'm getting uh, I'm getting calls from yeah. somewhere. I don't, I don't know why, but when I when I when I read uh, the, the you know the word like satellite phone, I think of like these movies from the late '80s or like mid '90s mm -hmm. with with people having these satellite phones, usually yeah. criminals like drug kingpins having like these satellite phones, like allow them to make phone calls anywhere at any time. Is that what a satellite phone does? Underscore has a satellite phone. Yeah, my, my brother does too. Oh. They're I not see. they're not criminals. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh -oh. Did they did they talk to each other on the satellite? They could, yeah. Your, your brother and underscore. Yeah. Just say, I'll, I'll see you on the satellite. Is that what they <laughs> That's what they say. That what yeah. They do? Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Let's take okay. this conversation to space. <laughs> uh, South Korea writes law that requires uh, Apple and Google will have to enable third-party payment processing for the app store for their app stores. Google has has since kind of complied with this. Apple's like, nah, we're good. So I mean, what Google has done is said, developers, you can do this, but we're gonna take yeah, but it doesn't matter. You pay, you owe us a fee if you do mm -hmm. it. I I know they did a they did it in a smart way, but they are, they make some compliant with the law. Apple's like, we're already compliant. <laughs> so what? I I don't see what the problem is. We're this compliant. has been their response. Apple's response is, we're yes. already compliant. And I'm not really... <laughs> it's like... That, that doesn't mean right. what you think it means. <laughs> okay. It's like, hey, you should change this. I have changed this. That's not true. I have changed this. No, you haven't. No. 
We are complying. Look, you can't just keep saying we are complying. It doesn't make it true. We're complying. Yeah. We're complying. <laughs> Totes comply. Uh, Apple comes to an agreement with the Japan Fair Trade Commission that will allow reader apps to link to external websites. I don't think this has been implemented yet either. Oh, of course. Nothing Nothing has. <laughs> my... my Honestly, I think uh, this is a WWDC thing with some changes to the App Store. Mm. I, I, I do think that that just because I, I feel like I have to retain some hope that they're not just going to be so pig-headed about this forever. Uh, September Apple event included the iPhone 13, 13 mini, 13 Pro, and 13 Pro Max, the Apple Watch Series 7, a new iPad, and iPad mini. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Apple wins a ton of Emmys for Ted Lasso. They won loads and loads of Emmys. Uh, iOS 15 and iPadOS 15 launch. And Federico has a review. Johnny Ive announces uh, that he will be designing expensive things for Ferrari. It's just, I love to, th- I don't, I, man, Johnny Ive's living his best life. I know, right? He is living his best life and I'm ver- I'm happy for him. And the Relay FM community raised seven hundred and one thousand dollars for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Whew. September. What a month! This is a good month. I would say a good this plus is month. A, this is a good plus for sure. It's good plus for sure. I kind of think it could be best. I love you. Leaning toward the upper edge of the good plus. Yeah. See, I, best I love you is that's. I don't want to just give something that. But like I would say, yeah. But we have seven hundred one thousand reasons to do it. Yeah, but this is the best good plus. And there's so the far. iPhone 13 Pro, which is and very good. There's the iPad Mini. I think uh, it's. I think. Mini. I think this goes all the way to the top. Plus, we have the funny thing we can talk about satellite phones. So, I mean, look at all these things, right? I mean, besides the the CSAM rollout, you put uh, your review out on time. I put my review out on day one. Tony, man, it's best. I love you. And I also did a review of the iPad Mini. Let's do best. I love you. Yeah, there we go. Like this is the best. Personally speaking, it's the best September I've had in a while, and I think the same is true for the Relay community. Yeah, mm-hmm. of which you great. are a part. Yeah, but like no, I was saying like personally for my review and like hitting day one, you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And yeah. there's a whole other aspect of you know the Relay community pulling together for uh, St. Jude and the Apple event. We also did, it was $701,000 and $1.5 million raised in three years. So mm-hmm. thank you, September. October, the Apple Watch Series 7 orders open. They still haven't redesigned it between the event and this, so Prosser was still wrong. <laughs> we got another Apple event. This, you know, I didn't really think about it until we lay it all out like this. This was very much the bookend to that weird April event. So we got... The Apple Music Voice Plan, which just launched like last week. These two events are the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. It's the April <laughs> event and the October event. No, yeah, you're the it's weirdest like they event. both have it. Like half of it is like, here's a bunch of random stuff we've done. Yeah. And then the and other half some, is like, here's all the stuff you want. Here are some really good computers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Colorful HomePod minis. The orange ones are very good. AirPods 3, which, you know, we talked about on the show, none of us were particularly enthusiastic about it. I had the same problem Sylvia had, where they don't really fit as well as the AirPods 2 mm-hmm. do, but the AirPods 2 are still for sale, so that's good. But the uh, the big news of this event, of course, are the new M1 Pro and M1 Max 
14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros. It's spectacular. I think all three of us have them in our working lives and the 14 inch in particular that I got the M1 Pro. I've been so, so happy with this laptop. It's impressive in every way. They fixed and added things I never thought they would fix or add. And just seriously, like all around great job on these laptops. I think 66% of this episode is being recorded on that laptop. Uh, I am. Yeah, I am. And Federico is. So like 66% of this episode is coming to you from a 14-inch Mac. I use this old Intel Mac. You know? oh, that's why that 33% sounds worse. Yeah. Yeah, well, well uh, also, like, Stephen's on, like, a different, like, he, he's going to be a little bit slower than the rest of us because his computer is slower than ours. Mm, only in some things. But all the things that matter. Episode 366 of this show will go down in the all-time greatest connected episodes. It is the most infamous, I think, it is. <laughs> episode of Connected. Look, it, it is the one where we let P-Calc... Oh, my God. Yeah. Dice by P-Calc. Dice by P-Calc. I wrote it backwards in the document. I wrote P-Calc by Dice, but that's <laughs> not right. P-Calc by Dice. Uh, we let Dice by P-Calc pick the order of all the topics... And the ads. ...follow-up and the ads, and it picked the ads last, and Mike freaked out, <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> just one of my favorite episodes we've done in a long time really enjoyed it good easter egg for the episode is on the web the show website page uh the dice by peacock is listed as guest star yes the episode. that and a couple others a- anytime that we've relied on it heavily i mark it as a guest star now mm-hmm. four appearances a couple others. Uh, Federico was in the New York Times about the polishing cloth of all things. The return, the return of Mr. Vitici. That's right. Your second time in the New York Times. Glorious return about a cloth. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lastly, but not leastly. Leastly? Leastly. Leastly. Leastly is the uh, Mac OS Monterey. No, Monterey has been, I think, a really solid release. They've had uh, one big update to it already, which fixed a lot of things for those new notebooks. I know, Mike, you had the Wi-Fi issue. Um, other people were having SD card issues and some other things. So I think Monterey's in in pretty good shape going into the new year. And uh, it, it made its way out the door in October. Oh, my God. Matt just linked in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Selleck. Uh, the creator of Apollo bought 26 polishing cloths with the at $520. Yeah, he used the the DTK um, coupon, the DTK coupon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, so good. That is incredible. That is that's that's top level. That is so good. Wow. Bravo. So for context, the DT, the DTK is the what was it? A Mac developer Mini transition kit. Developer transition kit that Apple provided to developers last year, and developers had to give it back to Apple, but Apple gave them a coupon um, that they can use. Do you for. remember the coupon initially? It was like two hundred dollars. You have to use it within the next like two months, and it can't be used on and this. There this was or a, this. Like, there was a whole controversy around the coupon as it well. It was so, so stupid. It was just so <laughs> stupid. Like here's two hundred and fifty. 
$50, which is less money than you paid. You have to give us the computer back in an indeterminate amount of time starting from now. And you can only use this money within like the next two months, which is before any good machines are being released. It was just like every possible way they could have made it bad, they did. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, uh, sorry, it's $500. Use it on whatever you want, whenever you want. Please never talk to us again. And so Christian has a lot of cleaning cloths coming to his house. Mm-hmm. So um, I I think, look, I think without the MacBook Pros, October would be normal. Mm-hmm. I, I think with the MacBook Pros, it's it's good plus. I would say good plus. Yeah. Good plus? Federico? Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah. It's the computer. It's the, 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 the MacBook it's Pros. The really MacBook do it. Pro does all the work here. Yeah, yes. It does all the work. Yeah. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Setapp. Getting things done is a challenge that everyone struggles with. One way to tackle it is to make sure you have the right tools for your computer, and that means having the right apps. Setapp is on a mission to help their users get more done. With Setapp, there's no more worrying about having to search for apps to solve a problem. Because Setapp packs over 200 apps for your Mac and iPhone into one. There's an app for almost any task, and you can stay in your flow and finish what you started. So you can think about your tasks, what you're doing, not the apps, not the tools you're using to get it done. One thing I love about Setapp is that it's a great way to try out different applications. If you're not sure if if app A or app B is going to really fit the bill, you can try them with Setapp. You can download them, try them out. If they don't work, it's no big deal. It's convenient. But it's also a great value. Because instead of paying hundreds or even thousands of dollars for separate licenses, with Setapp, there's one flat monthly fee. And new apps are added on a regular basis. Updates are free. And all the apps are full-featured pro versions. Head on over to setapp.com connected to try Setapp free for a week. If you like it, you'll pay just $9.99 per month. That's setapp, S-E-T-A-P-P dot com connected. Our thanks to Setup for their support of the show and Relay FM. All right, we get to November. bunch of bunch of different news here. So uh, the HomePod Mini with different colors is available for sale. Steven, you have how many? Three, four, two. <laughs> well, I had three orange ones. Now I just have two. I gave one away. Two. Okay. Orange. Yeah. Orange. Orange. You're glad. I don't have yes. four. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Apple unveils the. <laughs> Much beloved Beats Fit Pro. Uh, we talked about the Beats Fit Pro. There's a, you know, there's a major surprise. <laughs> <laughs> major surprise. Major surprise involving the Beats Fit Pro in the in the Pro Show for Connected Pro members. Mike, where can people get Connected Pro? GetConnectedPro.co. See, that was easy. And it's also easy to go there and sign up. Uh, Beatsfit Pro, so they are, you know, kind of, kind of a surprise release. They have a new design. Uh, we talked about this. We had a special episode with Mary Hackett about the Beatsfit Pro as well. So go listen to that. It's linked in the show notes. Twitter officially launches after months of rumors. Twitter Blue, the subscription service that gives you access not to ad-free timeline. That is not a feature, but you get a bunch of stuff, really. You get uh, additional icons for the app. You get a reader mode for for Twitter threads. You get the ability to customize the tab bar of of the Twitter app. And you get ad-free access to articles from select publishers. Uh, Anything else I'm missing? Mm -hmm. And that's through, what is it, Scroll that they bought? 
Yeah. They bought a company that basically already had that feature. Yeah, I believe it's through Scroll. And they also bought Nozzle. Oh, and you get the art, yes, features. and you get the article yeah. uh, summaries, um, you know, powered by Nuzzle, basically. So that's Twitter Blue. You can sign up on in on on iOS, and then you also get access to the web because you're logged into the same account. I tried it for a month, and then I went back to Tweetbot, and that was it. Apple launches Hooked, which is this another original podcast. But what makes this different, and the reason why we're linking it, is that it doesn't have any ties to other properties. Like Apple had did, like Apple had done original podcasts before, but they were always like they were always related to something else. Like they were the companion podcast for something else. Like we mentioned for All Mankind, they did something called The Line. Which there is a TV plus thing coming, and then there is a podcast, but they're not, it's not a companion. It's two mm-hmm. different ways of telling the same story. But then Hooked is like, it's just a podcast and it's just like a, a, a content thing. I mean, they have Apple News today, but we kind of put that to the side. I yeah. don't even know if that's still happening. Um, but Hooked is like, here is a thing that we made that yeah. is detached from anything it's been yeah. winning some awards i saw too so it seems to be pretty well regarded wait there's podcast awards why don't we have any because all of the tech podcasts in the uh all of them various podcast awards are none of the tech podcasts that anybody uh who enjoys tech podcasts listen to so here's here's the big news we are pivoting connected uh-huh. to talk about true crime well let me tell you i mean well yes we could do that let me tell you my issue Unfortunately, Stephen, you have pressed on a, a, a sore point for me. I know you want a trophy. I know you want to be awarded for your work. I do. One of the biggest issues of awards is you have to pay to be included. Oh, yeah, like the uh, the streamies are the that webbies. way. We just got a bunch the of emails streamies, about that. The streamies, the webbies. Every year, the webbies emails every single podcast on Relay FM's email address and is like, hey, you could win one of these. Just give us some money, and then you can be nominated. Isn't that a Ponzi scheme? Yes. Straight up. (laughs) Anyway, if we ever pivot to a crime, true crime show, season one could be about the heart rate monitor that Mike stole. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying. We could do it. We could have a a connected crime spin-off. Why is it called true crime? What if, If the person was innocent, is it false crime? No, it's because these are real stories know, of crime. Know, because people, you don't people, ruin my dad joke. Stop it! You've had a, we we've let you away of a lot of dad jokes today. To yeah. be honest, hmm. like especially in twenty twenty one, like we let you run free with the dad jokes. That's changing, yep. my friend. In twenty twenty two, yep. Good comedy only. It's now is your chance to let it out your system now. If you have any more dad jokes in you for twenty twenty one, anyway, okay. Uh, the self honestly, this is the biggest surprise of November. The self-service repair program is official. Very surprising. We talked about this a couple of times on the show. Soon, you will be able to repair iPhones and iPads yourself by buying uh, tools and a kit from yeah. Apple. And Max. Gonna be a s- and Max. There's going to be a store dedicated to like a, like a section of a store to you know to get the parts. And in iOS, Apple is adding support for this in iOS 15.2 beta as well, because the beta will show you which parts you have replaced. Yeah, like you will have that info in settings. You will see. It's like merit badges. 
Yes, kind of like that. Hey, these iPhones survived a, a, a broken display. <laughs> <laughs> I put a new chip in this thing. <laughs> yeah, go me. Let's see what else do we have here. Apple sues the NSO Group. So the NSO Group is this uh, company uh, that they made the Pegasus hacking tool to basically spy on activists, journalists, you know, politicians in multiple countries based on a series of really advanced techniques. I've, I've seen some technical breakdowns of what Pegasus was doing behind the scenes, really wild stuff. Um, but Apple has decided to sue the NSO group. So we'll see what happens there. Speaking of uh, iOS 15.2 beta, which is still ongoing, I believe we are uh, waiting for... No, we are now We are now on 15.3, I'm sorry. 15.2 launched. And 15.2 launched with the macro button. So beta 2, iOS 15.2 beta 2 came out in November and it added the long-anticipated macro button for macro photography on the iPhone 13 Pro. Love it. Uh, yeah, Love that, that button. Yes, it's a good button. It does what it's meant to do. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, we are now on 15.3 beta. 15.2 mm-hmm. was last month. So you're so 15.2 uh, beta. <laughs> Macro button, you are just so 15.2. <laughs> beta 2. <laughs> What's uh, it all about now? What's in 15.3? 15.3. What's in 15.3? Fixes. <laughs> cool. No, no, hold on. Oh, Fixes oh. for shortcut. Fix- it has the new the new TV app, right? No, that's no, that's fifteen point two. Uh, no, but honestly, like uh, more shortcuts fixes. Um, those are good for me, both on iOS and Monterey. On iOS, they finally fixed. Uh, used to be that you couldn't reschedule a reminder. Like you would say, reschedule this, you know, to tomorrow, and it would say done. But then you went looking and it was still <laughs> due today. It's like, no, you haven't done anything here. So that's, that's uh, you know, these things happen. Did it? Uh, no, no, you didn't. No, no you, really, you really didn't. This is like Apple, we're complying. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Please reschedule Look, the reminder. I, like, I rescheduled <laughs> it. No, I rescheduled it. I have compliant, <laughs> I've rescheduled compliant. Yep, compliant rescheduling. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, but that's fixed now. Uh, so maybe Apple in South Korea also needs a bug fix. Uh, maybe. Uh, you know. Tidal announced a free tier and a new payment model for artists, which I know that we have poked fun at Tidal before. I mean, everybody Who? has, but what? Yeah. Uh, yes. Sorry. Tidal, the music streaming service. The, 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 the jokes are just, uh, they're just, you know. You got to get them out. Coming in like the, no, the no, waves. No, I, look, we told you, now is your time. Yes, not now, it's never. I imagine if it wasn't Federico doing the month of November, this piece of news would have not made it back in. No, no way. I want to mention this because I think it's a cool thing that they are doing and that they will also do, like, there's another, like, there's a second part to this that they will launch in January. So for now, they are showing you where you're, where $2, are, so basically your you, the aggregate money from your subscription, where it's going. But starting in January, they will show you an exact breakdown of, based on what you listen to, which artist is getting paid and how much for how many streams from your account. And I think that sort of transparency is good for the industry and it's something that I wish that other companies would do. 
However, so that's why I mentioned that. I think there is a weird part to it. You you sent me a screenshot of like I don't know. You give like two dollars to Adele or something. Yeah. Right. There is a part of her. It's like Adele doesn't need my two dollars. I know. Like that's this other part <laughs> to it where it's like this only really works in the feel good part of um, indie bands, which is why I don't think anyone else would do this because Tidal has that feeling to it of like the music lovers music service. You know, like Spotify, if Spotify do it or Apple Music do it, it's just like, oh, my $4 went to, like everyone's $4 goes to the same people. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it works way better for people who experience lots of music. I don't know. Federico, do you think I'm off base? No, I think, I think you, you know, the title definitely has that sort of feel to it that it's like this is the service you go to for like these lesser known artists and therefore it makes sense to see where your money is going because you're directly supporting those artists. Um, I get that. But at the same time, I know that Adele is like, you know, wildly rich, but still. She deserves the money music, for, you, for her deserves, art. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm not saying she doesn't. I know that it could come across that way of what I said, but... Yeah, I, I guess, like, there are worse millionaires in the world than... Oh, of you know, course. But if there is... I, I think there's a weirdness to it. I, I do think there's a weirdness to it. But, yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. Speaking of music, Spotify finally gets real-time lyrics. Also a feature that was announced way back... I believe it was, like, 2020, maybe even... It was a long time. <laughs> it was a long time well, ago now. It's... That means... That Spotify Hi-Fi will come in like February of next year, and then Maybe. they will be within their usual time frame of I announcement so. to release. Could be. I think so. That could be. And uh, lastly, a judge orders Apple to allow in-app payments, like external payments, on the App Store. Um, but has anything changed here? No, there was more news in December that right. Apple basically doesn't have to do it yet. So there's an announcement. Yeah, so Judge Gonzalez Rogers, as part of the Epic case, said, no, you have to comply by my ruling and you must allow external payments in the App Store. And then Apple appealed it. And I'm going to get to that in a moment. All right, so how do we rank November? Mm. <sighs> normal i'm not super enthusiastic about any of it it's uh, normal right it's normal yeah it's not bad self-service repair was a nice surprise macro yeah. button is cool we had normal. hardware to talk about even normal yeah normal all right so we get to the worst month for recap which is december because all this stuff literally just happened uh air power rumors come back from the dead it it it, um, it never dies, you know. Nope. The great universal control officially delayed because the year is about to end. <laughs> so it's either now or never. Uh, the Max Story selects awards for 2021 mm -hmm. were announced. Yeah. Those were not delayed. Those uh, were right on time. Right on time. Well, I don't know. This could be one of those things where it's like. We were never told when it was going to happen. No, it was literally not delayed. Like it was, it was I can tell you that it was not delayed. It feels By delayed. the time people hear this, but not as of time of recording, the upgrades will have been announced too. Not not familiar with those. They're good. They're a really good one. They've been going for eight years. 
So that's that's good. That is. God, man, a couple of years, a decade of the upgradies. That's a horrible thing to think about. <laughs> pretty, pretty wild. That means, wait. It means what you think it means, that in two years, your company will be 10 years old. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that hit me in a quite significant way. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, Apple wins a stay in the Epic case and won't have to implement App Store changes. So Apple took it to the Court of Appeal, to like the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal said... You don't have to do anything until this whole trial is wrapped up, basically, which means nothing's going to happen because Apple will win the, their appeals, probably. Uh, the information uh, reported that Tim Cook secretly signed a, two, uh, a deal worth $275 billion with China back in 2016. It's a very good report. Not, not a great look. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's very mixed and varied and weird. I think the fact that Apple... What I don't like about this whole thing is that Apple never said it. That's That's really my main problem. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's that's like maybe there's a legitimate reason, but why haven't you said it? There like, isn't a legitimate reason. The reason is they don't want the bad press right. that they think it will cause. Because I, I said this on upgrade. I'll say it here too. Uh, Apple would one hundred percent not stop talking about this if it did it with the American government. Oh yeah, well, it's, I mean, and they did they did a lot of that under the previous administration, which was all about like go America go. Like oh we're we're building Mac Even Pros here, allowing allowing the idea that that Donald Trump was responsible for the Mac Pro to exist. I don't love like, that. They were to- totally you fine know. with that. They were fine with that. They they never questioned it at all. Do you think he touched mine? It's I mean it's not impossible. You definitely got to sell it now. And finally, Apple delays corporate return to offices indefinitely. Yeah, they've been kicking the can down the road. And there's like a whole bigger theme of issues with employees at Apple, and I don't think they've handled them all particularly well. But the the work from home, I think, is the the biggest and the most prominent because it affects the most people. And they have uh, said, uh, we don't know what we're doing, and here's $1,000 to buy a chair. Hopefully they gave people money for work from home offices well before now. I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. Pretty no, crummy. I think this was the first time that they given given money because now they kind of like for whatever reason they have accepted it. How do we rank December? Uh, inferior. Um, inferior. Inferior. Oh, I, I wish you mentioned that Swift Playgrounds Four also oh, came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. With with a bunch of like core abilities missing. <laughs> yeah. Need in that in that purchase can't do it in there. So the best month of the year September. Yeah. That feels good. Could have guessed that. Could have guessed it, right? Like if we would have all made the guess. Congratulations, September. You won the best month of the year. Now, I do want to pick a few other ones here. Um, worst month of the year. January. No. Janu- Let's see. Hold on. January got inferior minus. Oh, my God. Nothing else was... Nothing wow. I feel like we were January. harsher on January than we should have been. Well, because... No, because January was a trash month when nothing happened. I mean, look at this. <laughs> Look at this. There's nothing here. Nothing happened like, in January. Literally, like, whilst December was like, I don't know, it's, it's been quiet. It's like you it's like you writing about the PowerBook and Dan Riccio doing things at Apple. And you couldn't even remember what Dan Riccio was doing. <laughs> so, like, <you> know. <laughs> okay, so uh, congratulations to January. You're the worst month of 2021. That's the month my birthday's in. 
and mine, but nevertheless. What I think is interesting is picking a runner-up. So think about it this way. If for whatever reason we as a society decide that we need to change our calendars and so we're cutting a month out of the year and we're <laughs> cutting September out of the calendar year. So like September doesn't exist anymore. Okay. It's late August and suddenly it's October 1st, right? So if we wouldn't pick September, what would we pick? Oh, it's between April and October. They both got good plus. So April and October. Wait, are we trying to kick... kick- the worst, the second worst one. No, now? no, no, no. Federico was quite confusing it's in the way he pitched the this. Imagine September doesn't exist. Okay, what is the best month that is left? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, um, I think October. So April was the grab bag Apple uh, event, Apple Arcade. Yeah, I guess between the two grab bags, the best product of all of them was the. Um, the Max, the MacBook Pro. It was yeah. the MacBook yeah. Pro. Yeah. And and the and the Apple polishing cloth memes in mm-hmm. October. Yeah. And that connect yeah, so okay. Okay. So if September is not around, October is the second in command. I like it. Basically. Okay. Hi. Man, you used a lot of different metaphors for this. <laughs> I know. He's a poet. Uh, I am. I'm a writer. I'm Mr. Vitici. I, I have. I wear many hats. Yeah, so to speak. They're you all jaunty. Mr. Vitici's hat. Mr. Vitici's hat. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a hat, hat person, honestly. Mm. Myself, I don't think I can pull off a hat. Mostly because I think I got a big head. So I don't think hats don't fit me well. They just no hats look good on me. It's very upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, you could pull off a hat, right? Yeah. Oh, Stephen does. Stephen, Stephen, all like is a multi-hat person. I think he, he can pull off. Nah, I just got like one hat from my it's local. Stephen has got that like. Stephen has that hat head. <laughs> like you see, Stephen, so you're like this is a hat. This mm. is a head for Big a hat. Hat energy <laughs> over there. You got you got that you got the flexible like you got that versatile head you know yeah. please stop <laughs> all right let's uh, actually stop how about that yes if you want to find links to about a thousand things we t- we talked about longest show notes of the year if you want, I look think. hey look if you want to find links to what we've spoken about do your own work and go through the year like we did <laughs> it's all in no, there I'll put it now. I'll put him in the show notes. All right. You're just too good to these listeners. You know that. People don't know what they got with you around. I, I love them all individually. I know all their names. Federico knows where they live. It's great. Those those are at relay.fm slash connected slash... Wait, actually... What? You know where a lot of them live. That's because true. Because you sent them mag trickies. I, I know. And Wait, calendars. That's true. Wait, what about GDPR? I'm not sharing it with anybody. Can people now email you? Well, but you're supposed to delete the info. No. <laughs> Only no? if they ask. You can hold it. Mm. Only if they ask. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting. If you want to ask for your info to be Stop. deleted, don't, email don't. Casey at <laughs> CaseyList.com. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll answer immediately. He's outside your home now. Please delete. That's it. That's what you got to tell him to do, and he'll do it for you. So the show notes are at relay.fm slash connected slash 378. While you're there, you can get in touch uh, via email. You can sign up to become a member of Connected Pro. Connected Pro is a longer ad-free version of the show that we publish each and every week. 
Thank you so much to our members this year. Y'all have really made this year a lot more stable and less scary financially for all of us. So thank you for your ongoing support of the show. And if you're not a member, uh, go join. Go join Connected Pro. You can find us... I was going to say there's never been a better time, but there was a better time. Yeah, it, it is like last week. Ago. But yeah. <laughs> oh, well, if you missed it, you know, you missed it. It's not like we didn't tell you about it. You can find us all online. You can find Federico on Twitter as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He's the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. You can find Mike online as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike hosts a bunch of shows here on Relay FM. I'm like halfway through the Cortex Yuli theme episode, and it is fantastic, so go check that out. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Amazon Music, Text Expander, Pingdom and Setup. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Happy New Year. Bye, y'all.